Hello everyone, welcome to today's episode of a lighthearted heavy podcast. I am your host Anna and today this is episode 9 with my guest Cassie and we go through five dinner guests as the theme. We have our main lists and plus there are a bunch of games and different hypotheticals that we go through. It's a very lighthearted one today so a nice little change up after last week's therapy one. Not really a need for a trigger warning. Like I said, it's pretty light, but just in case, as per usual, if you feel triggered by anything mentioned in this episode or are currently struggling with your mental health, we encourage you to reach out to a mental health professional or contact Lifeline Australia for immediate support. And finally, as always, therapy is a game changer and can be a lifesaver. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Today we have Cassie back on. Here I am. And today, tonight, today, tonight, today... We are going to go. Th- <laughs> Do you want to start Today again? Today we're going to start again. <laughs> I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. It's only my mum who listens to this anyway. It's fine. I've got fans, okay? You have fans. I don't, so I don't have a reputation to uphold. Okay. It's just you. It's all on you. Okay. I think I have a bad reputation to uphold, but that's something else. That's for another day. <laughs> <laughs> Five dinner guests is today's theme. They can be dead or alive. There aren't really any parameters to choosing who we want. We'll do more than just like, here are five dinner guests, that's it. Because then it would be a five minute episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So first off, what would be the purpose of your dinner party? Yeah, I thought about this, obviously, because you told me to think about this. Um, (laughs) It's funny how that happens. (laughs) I really like dinner parties where there's... Like spontaneous ones are great. That's fun. But I love a pre-planned one or maybe one where there's an activity beforehand. So maybe like you all cook together beforehand and then you enjoy the meal together, which is kind of cute. That's so Italian. Yeah. Yes. It's a very Italian thing. And actually the last few times I've done that, like we've made pasta from scratch and then eaten it together (laughs) and be like, oh, how good are we? We just made all of this pasta together. So yeah, I think the purpose of the dinner party would be to get together, cook a meal and enjoy the meal. Mm-hmm. And then, look, if the five people that I invited to dinner suddenly wanted to make that a monthly thing, I'm very happy to hang out with them once a month and and do it every month. That's actually, yeah, that's fair. I would not mind doing this once a month with these people. With the same five people, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yours is a lot more um, prepared than mine is. My purpose would just be I just want to talk to these people. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. But what's the premise? How do you get them there? Well, my initial list, they're all dead Mm -hmm. so divine intervention i don't really know how how this is going to work but i've just been told it's five dinner guests and i can choose who i want and then whack a lazam as they do in the harry potters that's it that's exactly what they do in say in harry potter exactly but there is one thing that so i had this discussion with my mum ages ago about this question she's like well if they're dead like what age do they come back do they know that they're dead do they know what's happened since they've died? Are you going to tell them? I'm like, mm. that's a really awful dinner party. Mm. To be like, hey, welcome. Yeah, <laughs> you're all dead, actually. And it's been like however many years. Uh, cool, let's have fun. It's a bit like that um, that family guy where they're watching Back to the Future. And Marty comes in and goes, Doc, Doc, I have to tell you about the future. And and Doc Emmett Brown goes, no, no, Marty, I have to tell you about your future. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Exactly. So would you, 
I'm assuming before you even get to your list, I know who one of the people on your list is. Are you going to tell him not to go to the Viper room that night? <laughs> oh, God. Oof, it's quickly turned. Well, I mean... I don't think... You, we can't, like, intervene with fate or whatever it is for these purposes. Don't upset the, the butterfly effect. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that this person in particular would be horrified with the way humanity is turning out. I don't think yeah. they particularly want to be around at this point as much as it would be amazing if they were alive. So for the purposes of this, I'm going to say they know they're dead, they know what's been going on, but they're at peace, they're at a good place, and they just want to come and hang out. Okay, great. That's a great concept. Yeah. Great purpose, yeah. great reason. Hey, you're in the afterlife. Do you want to come back to the real world for a bit? Sure. It's one dinner. I don't want to meet them in the real world. Mm. I'd be like, hey, can I get a special pass to meet like... Where you are. Well, part of me does think we live in purgatory anyway. Mm -hmm. It makes sense to my brain sometimes, considering the world and everything. So, like, maybe in the elevator, there'll be, like, a, a nice little suite in the elevator kind of area where it's... There's a mezzanine. Yes. There's a mezzanine on the way to the, to the penthouse. Yeah. yeah. It's like a special elite club that I can't go into the members room, but I can be, like, on the patio for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So all of your five are just no longer with us? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Oh, like I might as well capitalize on this this opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. I had five completely alive people and then crossed out five and changed it to someone that had passed. Interesting. Because at the point I was like, eh, what do I need to know about these people? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who would your five be? Okay. I mean, who do you think number one is? Harry Styles. Yeah. So number one is Harry Styles. I just think I think he I think I said this last time I think he just seems really lovely. I think he just seems very friendly and genuine. Mm -hmm. Anytime I've ever had a dream about meeting him, we just like hang out like besties. So I just want to see if that's what it would be like in real life. So I just think he would also have a lot of good stories from you know his five years with One Direction and or everything that's come after that. But also I think he seems like the kind of person that would be interested in other people's stories. So he wouldn't just be sitting there talking about himself. He would, I think, with the people that I've invited, he'd be quite impressed with them and would want to hear their stories mm. as well. So I think he'd make a good party guest. Okay. And he's nice to look at. Exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> yes, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, I put Jamila Jamil. Okay. I think she would keep the conversation flowing. I think she would... Hold people accountable. Yeah, she'd definitely add a, a spice to the party. Mm -hmm. I think she would. Um, I mean, just generally, I think she's quite funny, quite down to earth. So I think she's a, quite a real person. And um, she could tell us stories about Ted Danson. This is true. Yeah, I think she's got a lot of those. I mean, you could just invite Ted Danson. No, I no no could never do that. Okay, <laughs> just want to okay. know. You just want to hear. Know okay, yep. Yeah, just want to know what he's like as a person, but don't actually want to get to know him. Just in case. Okay. In case her first story is like, ugh, he's a massive dick. Then I'm like, cool, didn't want to know True. anymore. Uh, number three is Paul Rudd. Okay, sexiest man alive, 2021, was it? Oh, I thought it was like 2016. The first thing I wrote down was um, he can give us the secrets to his immortality. So maybe he'll bring some unicorn blood or something to the dinner share it around with us what if he just turns up with like a whole van of babies then i'm down man if that's what it takes <laughs> okay that's what it takes 
Um, (laughs) Yeah, the next thing I wrote was he could take us to his leader. And look, if that's a leader driving a van full of babies, then again, that's what it takes. What if you find out he's actually a lizard people? Great. Take us to the people. Take us to the lizards. Okay. Bring them around. We'll make enough pasta for everyone. (laughs) Okay. But also I think he's been around so long that he just knows everyone and would also have a lot of great stories. This is true. And he also seems really funny. He seems funny. So also I think he already knows Harry Styles. Yeah. They did that video together that I sent you the other day. Yeah. They were on Saturday Night Live the same week. So, yeah, they know each other. So... I wouldn't have to do any awkward introductions. Like, they'd be introducing me to them. <laughs> Number four is Stanley Tucci. Oh, yes. Because maybe he could just cook for us and we could just watch him. <laughs> or join in. Join in. Okay. Like, he could take that he could come with a recipe that we could all cook together and then eat together. And then he could tell stories about Italy. I'm just fascinated by him as a person mm-hmm. because of the range that he has as an actor like, where do you actually sit within that? Mm. Who are you? Who is which one? Which one of those characters are you? The guy from the Hunger Games? Are you the dad from Easy A? Where are you in that? And then it turns out he's actually the dude from The Lovely Bones. I didn't see that one, but I, was he creepy? Is that scary and creepy? He's, he's a serial killer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. not that one. But also, I feel like I feel like everyone at the table would have a crush on him. So yes, just takes that responsibility off Harry and gives it to somebody else. That's very generous of you, yeah, I think. It means yeah. that Harry and I can, can just chat and he doesn't have to feel like he's a piece of meat. Mm, that's Stanley's job. Yeah, that's Stanley's job. Okay. And also, Harry and Stanley have met. So, again, that's people who know each other, so they don't need me. The fifth one I was going to say, um, I was going to say Adele because I thought she'd be really funny. And maybe, you know, maybe she might want to get on the piano and sing a little ditty at the end of the dinner. But then I went, no, actually, you know, maybe chuck an old school one in there. And, yeah, I went with Judy Garland. Interesting. Yeah. What era Judy Garland? I reckon after Wizard of Oz, after Meet Me in St. Louis, after just maybe just before A Star is Born, so 40s, 50s. Okay. So she hasn't had Liza yet? I don't think so at that point. And she hasn't had her breakdowns yet? I don't think so. That's the thing. I want to find out, like, how are you? Are you okay? Mm. <laughs> Well, she's definitely on the horse tranquilizers at that point. Yeah, I really – because every time I watch docos or read books or whatever, they talk about the uppers and the downers that they forced into her. But I, like, I want to hear the – I want to hear it after a few wines where she's like, oh, but actually, let me tell you this. You know, I want the the, Mm -hmm. – not the e-true Hollywood story. I want the real story, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be interesting. Okay. Very interesting dinner party. Tell me some kind of tidbit about The Wizard of Oz. That's not in all the books or the DVD special features. I don't know how much darker <laughs> any tidbits could get. Yeah. So hopefully she can fill in like lighter stuff. Yeah. I think because I feel like I've read somewhere once about how all the, all the munchkins would just like get drunk together afterwards because they're all adults. They're not, and well, some of them were children, but most of them were adults. And they're all really high on asbestos and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. So. And the, how the Tin Man almost died because of his silver, yeah. silver paint. Good times. Tell me, tell us all the about best it, Judy. Times. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a good list. That's my five. Also, like, yeah, I feel like all they would all all those five people would be interested in each other. Oh yeah, I think Harry Styles would get such a kick out of Judy. Oh, totally. <laughs> such a kick out of Judy. Okay. That's my five. <laughs> Very good. Well, mine is um, they're all dead. Okay. 
It's an interesting mix. Uh, so I started off with Betty, my grandma, mm-hmm. my mum's mum, who died when my mum was 14. Don't know much about her. My mum doesn't remember much about her. We don't have a lot of records from that side of the family. But she seemed awesome and lovely. And yeah, I just I think it would be really cool to actually get to know her. Uh, and with her, I'd ask her to bring my dog, get Harry <laughs> to come down. Is, that, is, is Harry just the plus one or is Harry included in the five? That's what I was like. I don't know because if I could... If he's like just a plus one, then I do have someone else who could step in. Well, he's not going to be eating the dinner, so you may as well. But that's also my question. Like, do dead people eat? They're going to want to sit down for the meal. Is the meal like in that Hook movie where it's like it's all imagination? We're doing it, Peter. (laughs) That's so sad. (laughs) Well, that's what I think. What is the how? How do you go about hosting a dinner party like this? Your fantasy dinner party? Do you cook? Are you putting that burden on yourself? Is it catered? Is the meal itself important, or is it just the sitting around a table with these five people plus one dog? I don't know because I don't like cooking, mm-hmm. so I would have to get it catered if they do eat. Otherwise, it would be microwave meals for dinner. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could be into that. I personally wouldn't want to bring them back from the dead and just serve them up a link cuisine. Yeah. So in your, what do we call it, like the mezzanine, in your purgatory limbo mm-hmm. period. Yep. Are you imagining it looks like your house? Are you imagining it looks like a yum cha restaurant? Are you imagining it looks mm. like, does it look like a revolving restaurant at the top of a tower? They always sound a lot more exciting than the reality of them, the revolving restaurants. Unless like the speed got turned way up by mistake, it'd be yeah, they'd be boring. Cool. Yeah. It'd be like a Gravitron, mm. which would just be fun to watch, but not to be a part of. So in my head, when I picture it, it's not even a conscious decision that I've made, but it's like in the actor's studio, like a black curtain around us and a table in the middle also could kind of be a seance, which mm-hmm. links in with mm-hmm. the dead people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not too sure. Yeah. But then now that I've put, you've put it as like a patio mezzanine thing mm-hmm. then I just think of the good place and that whole world that they made so that would make sense we can go get Froyo Harry mm. would like that yeah I think I think the dog is a plus one I don't think a dog gets counted in the five if your grandmother can bring Harry with her then absolutely for sure yeah oh I'd like to think that they live together wherever they are yeah so it'd be my grandma with Harry River Phoenix the person you were referring to before reasons that are probably already expressed in previous episodes mm-hmm Taylor Hawkins, oh, yeah. the drummer of the Foo Fighters who died last year, mm-hmm. who I have not gotten over, just because he always seemed so joyous mm. and just loved what he did and really funny as well. I just think he'd be a great addition to any dinner party and I'd like to get to know him. And Freddie Mercury, mm-hmm. because the greatest performer who ever lived, I feel like he could make any dinner party work. Mm-hmm. Like, even if they don't know each other, he would just be the thing that brings everyone together. And like, and all his stories would be amazing. All his house parties. We talk oh, about yeah. cats. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And since Harry is now a plus one, I would also invite Robin Williams. Okay. Because I like to talk to him about, you know, mental health and yep. how comedy played a part in that and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's my list. Do you think it's, it's, <laughs> I feel like this is a, an interesting 
look into our personalities. <laughs> Me going, yeah, I think these five people would get on and everyone would like to talk to each other. And you're like, nah, I want to talk to these five people. I don't care if they want to talk to each other. Can you imagine your, your grandmother chatting with Taylor Hawkins or Freddie Mercury? I think that would be amazing. No, okay, my grandmother, from what I know about her, she would have loved them. Freddie in particular. Yeah. And I think Taylor Hawkins is the kind of person that's so laid back that he would just get along with most people. Yeah. River Phoenix would be like the more reserved one. You can just hang out with Harry. I think so. Four of them would like be having a having a big chat together and then Harry, River and I would just be having like a DM at the side. Do you think in this scenario Harry can speak? Ooh. Did you know mediums, whether you believe it or not, did you know mediums <laughs> can speak with pets? Interesting. Have you ever listened to like podcasts or anything with mediums on it before? Pets come through. What do they say? And it's less like people are, I've they've asked, you know, do they have a do they suddenly have a voice? Do they and it's less that they are talking to them and more that they give them the feeling of what they are trying to say. Okay. If that makes right. sense. When I was researching, uh, Christine and I did a podcast on therapy and how to find a good therapist. And when I was researching horror therapy horror stories, which we didn't actually go into because we want to encourage people to get therapy. Yep. <laughs> one of them found out that the therapist on their downtime was a pet medium. Mm-hmm. Don't know. I don't know quite how to feel about that. Mm. It's um, there's a lot of trust involved in. <laughs> in taking on board what a pet medium would say. Yeah. It's it's intriguing to me, all of it. Mm. But, yeah, the fact that the pet comes through. What would it be like? Oh, Fido says wolf. No, it's it's like, oh, he's he's okay. He's with your, he's with your grand, like he's with your grandmother. And, you know, some people didn't get a chance to say goodbye to their pet or whatever. You know, they'll be like, mm. yeah, it, it's fine. Like, I'm fine. I, as long as it brings comfort to people. Yeah. yeah. And they're not spending that much money, then... Yeah. That's it. That's fine. So we're all sitting down at your dinner table. Mm -hmm. Harry's over there eating out of his bowl. Everybody else is sitting around. Whose job is it? We met Harry Styles for a second. (laughs) I was like, what? I mean, he could be eating out of his bowl as well. We've both got a Harry at a dinner party. Whose job is it to keep the conversation flowing? Is it your job as the host? Is it the guest's job to talk amongst themselves and you just kind of sit and watch and enjoy your five most interesting people? I feel like they will be like, well, you brought us here. What do you want? And so I had that many questions as well that it would just keep things flowing. Yeah. But then, yeah, like I said, I think Freddie Mercury would pick up any slack. And I feel like we definitely have some kind of like heavenly wine or wherever they're coming from. So everyone loosens up a bit. Maybe heavenly wine won't have the same effect as real person reality wine. And I could have some too, mm-hmm. though I don't like wine. But maybe it tastes like cotton candy instead. Which I don't like either, but you know. <laughs> yeah, you love sugar. If I know anything about you, you love sugar. <laughs> oh yeah, my favorite. Yeah, that's why I I think like successful chatty dinner parties, you know, if you're worried about that kind of thing, there are I don't know, conversation starting games. I actually almost like one of the person I almost put on my list was Flex Mommy. I don't know if you've heard of Flex Mommy. She's in, she's. I have podcaster dj author yeah yeah yeah, okay yeah and she has a set of she's made a whole bunch of cards that you can take to dinner parties you can take on first dates you can take to girl trips and they're just conversation starters and it's not just like what's your favorite color let's go around the room like it's deep thinking 
and so it might be a would you rather, but then it's not just this or that. It's why, tell us, tell me why you picked that. So mm. I think having those kind of conversation starters are fun. They're good. And it can also like direct people in other areas. When I think of conversation starters, I just think of my time in the day program where to get our mind off the fact that we were being force fed, there were a bunch of conversation starters, like packs in the middle, but they were so out of date. So I was like, do you think Australia should vote yes on gay marriage? <laughs> like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> well, we've gone back there now. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, when I met Ryan Gosling, um, <laughs> just slip that, <laughs> just in, slip there. that in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We had a set of conversation cards, of questions that we wanted to ask him and we, <laughs> rather than making it random, we put some ones strategically on top of the pile that we would actually wanted him to be asked. And ones that we didn't want him to ask, we chucked at the bottom of the pile. And one of them was like, if you had $100,000 to spend on your friends, what would you spend it on? And we were like, well, Ryan Gosling has that amount of money anyway. He does, so, and yeah, yeah. So we chucked it on the bottom of the pile. But actually when we got the stack of cards out, it accidentally went bottom up. So all the ones we didn't want were at the top of the pile. So he picked the first one he picked up was, if you had $100,000 to spend on your friends, what would you spend it on? And he read it out and we kind of looked at each other and went, oh, no. But he goes, if I had $100,000 to spend on just my friends, like you've been allocated this amount of money and you have to spend it on your friends. Like that's the way he took it. That's what people with money do, yes. Yeah, you're like, okay, this particular $100,000, <laughs> this tiny little oh, measly pile of money. And he said, I would hire a mariachi band <laughs> to follow them around <laughs> at all times. I don't know if that's a gift or a curse. Yeah, sometimes you'd love it. Absolutely. You'd be like, fuck yeah, this is great. <laughs> and then other times you'd be like, oh my God, I just need to go to sleep. <laughs> so I found that was a real interesting point. Is Ryan Gosling a horrible friend? I think so. I think so. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Breaking exclusives. <laughs> but like that was a cute little game to play to get to know someone. Yeah. And now you all know something about Ryan Gosling that you didn't know before. <laughs> Thanks to a conversation starting game. Okay. This is a lot more wholesome than when we just used to play Never Have I Ever as a drinking game. Yeah. I don't love drinking games. I mean, like you're in a group of people and they're like, let's play a drinking game. I'm like, can't I just drink when I want to? For me, it's very much I feel very awkward. We need to drink a lot and also get to know you because I'm just a very anxious person anyway. Right. Also, this concept of dinner party, like you're talking about, like, oh, we do this together, we do this. I'm like, I don't remember the last time I've been to a dinner party. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too much for me. Mm. But I think that's also why they're all dead. <laughs> yeah, you picked it. I think that's a huge show as well. Yeah. Do you think the seating plan is important with your selection of people? This is such a question asked by someone who has definitely had to plan their wedding before. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I'd want to be seated between my grandma and River mm-hmm. and have Harry on my lap. Though he would crush me. It's like, he's a Labrador. Yeah, yeah, but I don't care. Yeah. I'm guessing you have yours. I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, the way I don't see it as like a round table, I see it as a rectangular table, maybe with two and two on one side and people at the heads. So I feel like Stanley Tucci would be at one head. Yeah. Because I feel like he'd be almost like serving us or explaining what we were eating as we were eating it. Maybe Judy Garland down the other end, because I feel like she'd just be dipping in and out mentally. And me and Harry can sit on one side and Jamila and Paul can sit on the other. Yeah, that works. I think that works. I like that. Yeah. I like that for you. 
Thanks. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I think I think if you get any more than like six people total, then yeah, if you're inviting certain people for certain reasons, or you have to think like if for any reason River Phoenix might not be interested in Taylor Hawkins. Yeah, but I feel like my grandmother would be able to engage him in conversation Mm -hmm. and then that would become more of a group thing. Yeah. But also there's Harry there, so if River just wants to go off and hang out with my dog. Yeah, that's fine. Which is what I do at parties. Yeah. To me, I said when I asked before about, you know, do you think the meal itself is important? See, I think for you the meal is not the important part, it's the people. The meal is never the important part for me, let's (laughs) be honest. I think it's the sharing, (laughs) the sharing of the meal. Yeah. It's just being there together, yeah. yeah. For me, this is just like an, an opportunity to have a chat with these people. Yeah. It's not like, I'm going to serve this and I'm going to eat this. <laughs> so I was like, look, I, I can just eat when I get home. That's completely fine. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I'd probably prefer it. <laughs> yeah, actually. It would just take off a little bit of anxiety for me. Yeah. You know? I'm like, three courses. Don't worry about dessert. You guys can have dessert if you want. But I think for me, the process of making it beforehand means you get to spend more time with these people. Mm, this is true. You do the making, you do cocktail hour, you eat. That's too much for me. Too much time to spend with humans. I will turn up as you're having dessert. No, I'll turn up before the meal and then leave as you're about to have dessert. Yeah, right. But it's your party, isn't it? Well, it's different because with my people there. Yeah, yeah. But when it's like... My friends and then their friends and then their friends. And I'm like, oh, God, no. Now, with the deceased people, so having people from the past, I mean, we talked about the purgatory type of thing, but I raised this this concept with another friend and they said, well, if you're able to pick people from your past, can you pick people from your future? Hmm. And if so, is there anyone in your future? Because when I said, oh, who would your five dinner guests be? And she said, my great, great, great granddaughter oh okay interesting interesting see i was thinking when you wrote this one down so we pre-plan things <laughs> what pre-plan <laughs> what <laughs> my initial thought was like well i don't want kids but maybe a like if i did decide to go down that path and it is biologically possible I don't know what I've done to my body, let's be mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'd like to see how they turn out. But then I'd be like, well, fuck. Like, if they're a great person, then that would just make me be like, well, I need to have this kid now. And I don't really want that pressure. Mm. So Maybe that's that whole, like, it happens because it happened. Like, because you met your future child, it makes the now, the timeline now, Anna, have the child because you know it's going to be great. Well, my brain is exploded. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to give too much information away, it would be an immaculate conception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Moving away from that, I think it would, <laughs> I would want it to be me before I die. Mm-hmm. Like assuming okay. that I do grow old. Actually, even if I Wanna, well, even yeah. if I don't grow old, like just before I die, like it would be kind of confronting if I see me at my mm. age. I'm like, oh, fuck. But I would just like to know, like, are you happy with your life? With it, how everything's turned out, are you happy? I think that's all I really want to know. What if you say no? I'd be like, what do I need to do now <laughs> to fix this? What if they say like, don't eat the cheese? Then I'd stop eating cheese. Stop eating cheese. Note do you yourself, have someone? Don't put cheese on your... Oh, no. <laughs> I 
actually went and that's like when I was thinking about the list I was not drawn to anyone that had passed away not drawn to anyone in the future like that's like I want to meet people that I feel like I know what they're like and from what I know like from what I know they seem like the kind of people I would want to have dinner with Mm. and so anyone from super like old school actors or musicians or I don't know Joan of Arc like none of that I'm just like they did their thing Good for them. Well done, but no, I'm not interested. Like, so Joan, how was the fire? Toasty? Tell us about, like, just before the fire. Like, was that weird or? <laughs> Should I seek vengeance on their relatives? Like, do you have Is a it too late? Or... Were you okay with it? Or, yeah, like, or, you know, witches from the Salem witch trial. Like, is there anything mm. we can do? No? <laughs> too late? Were you actually, were you actually a were witch? Were actually witches? Were you actually were witches? You actually... <laughs> Things like Princess Diana. Ooh. How long were they following you for? What else can you tell us that we don't, that we obviously already know? Actually, I've been on a bit of a Romanov kick recently. You know, the Romanovs, like Tsar Nicholas II and his family that were taken and then they held for like a year or something and then all killed. For the listeners at home, I am shaking my head because I have <laughs> no idea what. <laughs> Didn't you do history? No, actually. That's the other thing. Like, I never did history. I never um, even like theatre and stuff, all the old plays we had to read and all the movies. I was just like never interested in old Hollywood besides like Wizard of Oz. So I'm just like, no, nah, just live in the now, man. Live in the now. That's what I'm all about. <laughs> Judy Garland is the only one I would go to because, yeah, Wizard of Oz was such a big part of my childhood. I've always had such a nostalgia kick. Like I've always preferred the idea of the 80s, like late 70s, early 80s to the, even early 90s. So I was alive, but, you know, it kind of wasted on me. Like, there's such a nostalgia thing for it for me, even though realistically, if I, as I am now, were to live in that time, I'd fucking hate it because mm. of how backwards everything was. I don't know. And then it's just the morbid curiosity that I have, which is why I would like little Romanovs who were all murdered in mm. the basement. I'm like, I just want to know, like, what was that year in captivity like? Did the guards stay away? I know they had orders to stay away. Like, what was that like to live in that? And that whole final, like, it's fucked. It's really fucked. But I'm just morbidly curious. Yeah. I'm not interested in any. I don't listen to true crime podcasts. I don't care about history. Nah. It's all about the now and the future. But then even in the future, there's no one I, unless there was a way to meet, like, the next Bill Gates or the next Steve Jobs. (laughs) Just go to their parents and be like, can you please get them tested? Find out the next one and and when they're huge from the future, but meet them. Then you can come back to now and get shares in their company now. Something like that. I don't know. That's the only kind of thing you'd need the future for, right? Future planning so I can retire early? I don't know. (laughs) See, I love the difference in thinking here. You're like, (laughs) capitalize on, on the future. And I'm like, get their parents to get help. And then diagnose the child with whatever they have on the scale and, you know, make sure that when they actually come into their their fortune, they do good with it. Didn't Bill Gates do good with him? His? Most some? Yeah. I don't know too much about him. I think he, he got a divorce right because I know his wife put a lot of money into charity after that I happened. think the two of them do, but they've just got billions yeah. of it. Yeah, I don't know. They also said that they wouldn't fund their children's futures and then they did. I don't know. Mm. You're billionaires. Do what you want. Just give us some every now and again. Be nice. <laughs> Maybe just like give give back and like there's a lot of people who need money. Yeah. But going on the history thing. So I did re- did I did research oh. for this 
as to what common lists are that people have, what they put on the list. Jesus was probably number one that Mm. people put on the list. So i just like to know what you would ask Jesus Hmm. if you got the opportunity at a dinner party. Um, If I was at a dinner party with Jesus, you just bring the water and hopes he changes it, right? Save some money there. (laughs) Um, No, I I mean, (laughs) I'm so sorry. Um, My answers are probably worse, don't worry. (laughs) No, I just, I would ask be like, hey mate, have you read? Have you read your book? Have you read it? Um, just quick, just Did quickly. You, is this an authorized biography? Hey, just or is checking. This... How much of this? Can you read it and get back to us and just let us know how much has actually been blown out of proportion by those guys? Yeah. Because yeah, like we think maybe they've embellished on this a little bit. Imagine if he's like, oh, I never turn the water into wine. <laughs> The guy wasn't looking. It was a looking. party trick. I was making a joke and they took a it joke. literally. He was holding the water and when he wasn't looking, <laughs> I switched the glass and then he thought it was magic. Like he thought it was me. He was just that drunk that he just thought I did it and yeah. I just went along with it. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, I'd ask him that. I'd ask him, what do you actually think about gay people? And he'd be like, mm. actually, I love everyone. So, <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of gay. Yeah. So there's that. I'd ask him that. Also, I'd ask him, um, what was the deal with the Last Supper? Why was everyone sitting on the same side of the table? <laughs> so, well, we, we were getting our portraits painted. That oh. was the whole purpose of it. <laughs> that was the purpose yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd ask him. Also, like, where did you go? <laughs> what, the tomb for no, like, three days? Well, we know where he was in the tomb. Yeah, but, like, after that, after the three days. Oh, no, I actually looked this up. After the three days, he hung around for a, uh, for a while and then... Peaced out. Ascended. Where'd you go? Well, I mean, that's kind of like the first thing I would ask. Did you come back as a zombie? Because mm. you died. Did you just pass and then out? And returned. And then you're okay? Yeah. Was that like extreme pain or was it actually just you're a zombie? I'd want to know, do you really have superpowers and can I have some? Mm-hmm. What do you think about your teachings and your extremist followers? Mm-hmm. And like, do you hang out with like Buddha and Allah and Gaia and all them? And you guys just like shake your heads of what's going yeah, on do down here. you laugh at us? Yeah. It's just like, oh, they're at it again. Mm. Like how I imagine like Carlton would feel with their supporters right now. Like, mm. oh, they're at it again. Mm. And then my last thing would be like, hey, so what's the deal with like cancer and thalidomide babies and like pedophiles? Mm. Could you like maybe sort this out? Yeah. Do you guys have any, have any control over that or? This is purgatory, right? Which mm. is why we have all that crap. So like, can you try and like. Maybe even out the balance a bit. Mm. Just saying. Just yeah. asking. If you do have control, um, why? Are you learning yeah. this happen? Yeah. Yeah. And are we pronouncing it correctly? Is it Jesus or is it Jesus? Or Yesus. Yesus. Mm. Yesus? Yesus? Yesus. Imagine if we were wrong the whole time. How embarrassing. <laughs> About all of it. Imagine how embarrassed everyone would be if he came back again and was like, you're all fucked. It's pronounced yeses. And actually, <laughs> it wasn't. It was wine the whole time. The guy was so drunk, he thought it was water and then took a sip and went, oh, no, Chell, this is wine. I would actually kind of love that. Yeah. But then, you know, everyone would be up, like the extremists would be up in arms and be like, that's not really Jesus. He's yeah. like, it's yesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. <sighs> One dude just had a list of celebrities he'd like to bang. Oh. But then he also had Oscar Wilde as the fifth party guest. <laughs> and Oscar would love to watch that, I think. <laughs> I think Oscar Wilde would friggin' love uh, that. Ah, uh, yes, an orgy. That. Thank you. I would love to watch. Of Thank you for inviting me. One male and all women. 
thank you. Yeah, because these, because mm. what? So that's four women he wants to bang and Oscar Wilde, if it's the top five, <laughs> who even in these scenarios, we can force Harry Styles to dinner, but I can't f- bring Harry Styles to dinner to bang me. Like that's not how it works. Yeah. You get one fantasy. The fantasy is eating with them. The fantasy is <laughs> not doing them. Well, I, I've kind of toned this down a little bit, mm-hmm. this question, because I know you are a married woman. Mm. And I am married to God. <laughs> By God, she means Max Gorn. <laughs> um, he's married with a kid. I'm oh, just yeah, married to the great. Melbourne Football Club. Yeah. Anyway, a dinner party with your fi- with five of your crushes, mm-hmm. but you can only choose one of them to continue to hang out with. So I have to name my five crushes? Yeah. I mean, for your husband's sake, maybe make them celebrity crushes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Imagine I'm like, yeah, that guy work. I work with. <laughs> There's no one from work I have a crush on. I'm just putting this out there in case anyone from work listens to this. <laughs> uh, for legal reasons, this is a joke. <laughs> well, Harry still gets an invite. He still gets a call up. He's mm-hmm. happy with that. Yeah, of course. Um, yep. Zac Efron gets a call up, which he, yep. he was expecting in the first round. But actually, mm. I don't think I want to get to know Zac Efron because I think it would upset me. <laughs> Yeah, look, I'm really proud of you for not including yeah. him in your initial list. It mm. shows how much you've grown as a person. I he's I don't know if you've watched his Netflix series, but No, we, no, I have not. You see him as a person when he's not reading a script. He's very awkward. He's mm. trying real hard to be funny, but he's not very funny. Anyway. Oh, bless. Um, but anyway, he the crushes, he gets a call up, so that's that's mm-hmm. good. I'd invite Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm writing these down so I remember who I've said. I think, yeah, I think he'd get a call up. So we've got a musician, we've got a couple of actors. Mm. Who else do I like? Not um, five. Actually, he was in my dream last night. So, yeah, let's put – not that kind of a dream. <laughs> Just he was there. Um, so I'm going to put Nat Five on my list. I hate those dreams. I had a dream like that with someone I know last night. I'm yeah. like, don't – why are you trying to confuse me? Why this is getting just getting angry now. In there. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to have a footy player on there, a sports star to kind of even things out a little bit. Um, who's another? Who I got? I don't. I mean, it was so easy when we were children because we just put posters on our walls and like that. Yeah. We were constantly reminded who you had a crush on. I would actually put <laughs> Taylor Hansen on this list because. Interesting. OG has hung on over time. First love, last love, maybe. Yeah, and what was the question? How do I what? what do I Which to one would you choose to continue to, to stay hang out, hang out with? It's just Harry Styles still. I just yeah, think he seems lovely. He seems friendly. Obvious. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he just needs a home-cooked meal. He just needs <laughs> <laughs> someone to look after him a little bit. Poor thing. He seems so busy all the time. Yeah, check on him like after the post-Olivia thing. How are you going? Are you okay? How are you? He must be so yeah. upset. Just constantly making out with models all the time. I'm so I sorry know. for you. It must you. be so hard. Such a hard life. <laughs> anyway. Have you done a five? Oh, of course. Of course. I'm single. I'm allowed to dream. Mm-hmm. So first I had Bill Skarsgård. Oh, who... Okay. So which one is he? He's the one that was Pennywise in It. And he was in Castle Rock, the TV show. No, that's Alex. That's his brother. Alex was on True Blood. Bill is a younger brother. Oh, yeah. Very attractive. I mean, he's okay. His brother's better looking. Well, first of all, how dare you? Keep going. Keep saying your list. Well, he's Pennywise. I was just scrolling through pictures of him and then there's a picture of Steve Buscemi Buscemi (laughs) in there. And look, they're not totally unsimilar. It's the eyes. It's the eyes. Yeah, I was going to say how dare you. It's the eyes. 
Yeah. I don't know, him as Pennywise. Like, it's fucked up, but I that's, don't know. That's he's the got, version. He's got that a charm. Like. Okay. No, I like him. Oh. But even when he does, like, there's a video of him doing the audition for Pennywise. He doesn't have the makeup on or anything, but he just does the smile so yeah. well. And I'm like, you look, just look like fun, you know? He looks like fun. As a, he looks like fun. Looks like fun. He looks like fun. <laughs> <laughs> but on the same wavelength, Anthony Starr, who plays Homelander, on The Boys. I to look up all these people. Anthony Starr? Starr. He's from New Zealand. Oh, so he yep. seems to have a great sense of humor because the shit that he has to do on the boys as Homelander, who is the most vile character ever, mm-hmm. he must he must have a lot of fun doing mm-hmm. this. But he, I'm pretty sure, is dating someone else from the boys. So that kind of ruins. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be mm-hmm. that girl. So I'm going to have to say no. Mm-hmm. Bill Skarsgård, I don't know what his situation is. So Google will tell me. I don't want to know, to be oh, honest. He's only 32. Yeah, it's fine. We're compatible. Partner. Alida Morberg. Okay, well, fine. That's that's a Swedish fine. actress. Yeah, it makes sense. Last year, I would have said Angus Brayshaw, mm-hmm. which is people ask me why I can't explain it. He's just you know what? It's his personality. On Gus and Gorney, he is very intelligent. Rival podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck those guys. Constantly coming for our listenership. Oh yeah, I'm someone, but he's now engaged. So yeah, no, Aaron Tveit who has been my long time, long time love. I remember finding out about him when I was 17 and he was in the um, national tour of Hairspray. He's just so pretty with the most amazing voice, but he has a partner. So no. Yeah, but you're, you're bringing your grandmother back to have, like, <laughs> they don't have partners in these situations. But I feel weird about yeah, it. Okay. I've li- everyone I've listed has a partner. Taylor Hansen is married, married with five you have children. A I have a partner. It's fine. It doesn't matter <laughs> in this situation. Every time I think of Taylor Hansen now, I just think of that joke from Family Guy where Quagmire's like, yeah, the Hansen sisters, they're so hot. <laughs> I remember the first time I heard Umbop, I thought for sure that it was a new girl group. And then even after seeing the video for the first time, it takes you a while to figure out what you're looking <laughs> at. <laughs> um, and then my last one would be Rufus Taylor who is Roger Taylor from Queen. It's his son. He is the drummer of The Darkness. Taylor Hawkins was like a son to Roger Taylor, and he was like an older brother to Rufus Taylor, and now Rufus is like an older brother to Taylor's son, Shane. So it's got that whole thing going. He just seems awesome. And he's not that much younger than you. (laughs) No. I mean, we know that that isn't a barrier, so that's fine. I reassess that one. But I don't think he has a girlfriend as well, so I'd like to hang out with him. Yeah, great. He seems cool. Just looked him up. He seems cool. And who do you want to continue? Rufus. Rufus. Okay, great. Yeah. So they're the crushes. They're the crushes. What an awkward dinner party. Like just you sitting there with five (laughs) crushes. It would essentially be The Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for coming to my dinner party. I will not be eating (laughs) this evening. (laughs) I am too nervous and I might throw up. But thank you for coming. A lot of people have a dinner party of deceased loved ones. Mm Mm-hmm. Would you have anyone? I'm sure you have deceased loved ones. I do have some. I mean, most deceased loved ones like grandparents. Mm. Like it'd be nice to have like three out of three out of the four grandparents who've passed away. It would also just be, yeah, just be nice to know that okay, you're all hanging out together. Okay, that'd be nice. But like, I don't know that I'd want to sit down for a full meal. I don't yeah. think there's any unfinished business or discussions I need to have. Yeah. That's kind of nice in a way. Yeah. It's kind of like that's done. Yeah. What about you? Well, because my original party was all dead. 
Mm-hmm. I do have an opposite list of the alive ones. Okay. So initially, I was going to have Max Gorn, mm-hmm. captain of the Melbourne Demons, but I think he's a bit busy right now. So instead, I have chosen for Mark Robinson from AFL 360. Oh, Jesus. The, <laughs> the Herald Sun. I think he's great. You brought Robin. He's great. You're going to have to make sure you got Jesus to turn water into wine for him. Jeez. <laughs> That's the second joke someone's made about that today. <laughs> But he's the only one. So watching 360 last night and the whole Hawthorne thing, they're like, we find that there are no findings. He's the only one, given it's only him and Jared Waitley on there, that was like, no, there's, there's some bullshit to this. I'm like, thank you. I think he'd just be really interesting to have he, discussion I mean, he with. He tells it how it is. I think if there were members of the AFL journalism that you'd be, I reckon there'd be more sober people that might be more interesting in real life when they're not on TV. What if that's part of his charm? <laughs> you say charm, I yeah, say. I'm reaching. <laughs> Just have a picture of a moon or something in the back and you'd be like, Jared, look at the moon. And you're done. Is Just that a thing a that joke happened? If you've only seen, no. yeah. He was like mid-heated debate about something and there was a picture of the moon in the background. He's like, is that the moon? Jared, look at the moon. I like for anyone that's never watched AFL 360, they're like, what are you talking about? He is one of Australia's top <laughs> AFL journalists, has a nightly show and is, I mean, no, we allegedly, potentially. Allegedly. <laughs> we only deal in the legends in this podcast. Yes. But always <laughs> drunk. No, maybe. Seems that way. Allegedly. He is just enthusiastic. Yeah. Then another person who has known to like to kick back a few, but more pills than alcohol, Stephen King. Oh, okay. So I don't know if he does that stuff anymore. I know he wrote a lot of his stuff when he was high out of his mind. Yeah. He's just is an incredible writer. Mm. And I would like to learn more from him and about his brain because he's created some of the best horrors that I've ever seen. Okay. Sarah Michelle Gellar. I actually thought she'd be on your list originally. I don't think she would have fit yeah, into that, that vibe. But yeah, she's Buffy. I need Buffy. She'll be great with Robbo though. <laughs> <laughs> Again, didn't really think about the dynamic of the party. There's one thing I know um, about SMG. She loves chatting AFL. <laughs> well, she's married to Freddie Prince Jr. who loves wrestling. So there's mm-hmm. got to be something there. Yeah, yeah. She, she's respectful. She'll find conversations. It's fine. Yeah. Dave Grohl, mm-hmm. Foo Fighters, Nirvana. He just seems awesome. The devil in the Tenacious D video. Mm-hmm. Does it, will he come to dinner in that form? As the devil from the Tenacious D video? I'd hope not. Yeah, okay. It'd no, be a bit yeah. weird. No, he'd spend five hours in makeup just to come to dinner. No, turn up as you are. Come as you are. How you? Oh, <laughs> fuck. She's fuck good. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> how are you going to eat with that, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how do you eat with hooves? Yeah. Uh, and my final guest is Martha Plimpton, who she's an actress. Mm-hmm. She's done TV shows, film, Broadway. She's amazing. She's mm-hmm. a self-pronounced spinster. She loves her dogs. I know about her because she used to date River Phoenix and they were kids. But oh, I yeah. want her there because she is amazing. Yeah, I know her face. Yeah, she's awesome. She's such an awesome person. And I would just like to learn from her about how to be more awesome. Yeah. And also get a few tips about the spinster life because I feel that may be for me. Okay. Until you meet yourself a nice accountant. No, they're dead. With a, with a sense of humour. No, they're dead. It's fine. <laughs> they're dead. Oh, okay. they're I'm dead. so sorry for your loss. It's okay. We weren't that close. Uh, and then the last list that people had, a lot of fictional dinner guests. Mm-hmm. 
So I started to put my list together of fictional. Yeah. And the first one I came up with, but then I put a question mark. I put Paddington. The bear? The bear. Yeah. Have you never watched Paddington? As a kid, I used to have pyjamas with them on it. Have you not watched the new Paddingtons? God, no. Oh, my God. Why would I? Because they are cinematic masterpieces. Oh, my. Yeah, okay. At home, we watched number one during one of the lockdowns. It finished. We went, oh, my God, that was so great. We started watching number two. Had to go to bed. You know, it's too late. Can't watch two Paddingtons in a night if you're not <laughs> expecting it. Finished number two the next night. The movie finished. We turned to each other and we're like, should we just watch number one again? Really? It's really good. It's really lovely. But what you learn about Paddington is he's a walking disaster. So he would just trash the place. You know, he'd do something and he'd be eating his marmalade sandwiches and then accidentally, like, knock over the table or something. So not the best dinner guest. Maybe you just get him over for tea and then that's it. See, when I hear Paddington Bear, I just think of Baba the elephant. Well, that's a different That's a different character. You can have him at your I dinner. know, but it's the same. At least Baba's, like, king, so... Paddington's just a yeah. regular old bear. Anyway, <laughs> okay. um, so Paddington's got a question mark. Mm-hmm. The next one I put for fictional fictional dinner guests, it's funny that we've been talking about Purgatory and The Good Place. I actually think Michael from The Good Place, who's Ted Danson's mm-hmm. character, because he's like an all-seeing being. It'd be really interesting. Reformed demon? Reformed demon. So once he's come good, it'd be good to chat to him and be like, tell me about this. What do you know? Because he knows everything in the universe. Ooh, or maybe you want Janet from The Good Place because she does actually know everything. And then maybe good Janet. Chalk crossing out Michael, putting a good a good Janet from The Good Place. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she'd be less biased. Yeah. I think an Avenger. Mm-hmm. Just a generic Avenger? I think, I think I'd want Thor. Yeah? Why? Don't know. He seems funny. Love to hear him talk about himself. Tell us about space. Okay. Mm. <laughs> um, I put the genie from Aladdin because all right. When I don't need him to like grant any of my wishes or anything. Like I don't not that side of it, but like you know how when he he just can like click his finger and poof does a thing. I just feel like he would just do that. Like if we were eating dinner, he'd be like, oh, we need more candles, and poof, he would just <laughs> do it on his own. Like I don't think okay. he'd have to waste any wishes on those sorts of things. He'd just be okay. create a good atmosphere with his personality and his magic tricks. And then if you did want a wish at the end of the night, you know. Maybe we'll just chuck a wish in. I wish yeah. Harry Styles <laughs> will stay the night. No. Just hang out in his own room, in his own bed. Mm. I'm guessing your husband does not listen to this podcast. Probably not, no. He doesn't listen to podcasts where he knows the people on it. He thinks it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I only listen to podcasts with people I know. <laughs> and my last one is Marty McFly because I want to know what it's like to travel through time. What's that like? Like for your brain yeah. and your body, what does your stomach feel like? Yeah, that could be fun. Is it just like like that and it just is – or do you feel yourself – yeah, tell us about well, that, Well, it would be kind of like going up in a, in a rocket, right? Mm. You'd feel the G-force. You'd have like really bad IBS symptoms. Surely. Mm-hmm. Who, are your, who are your fictional dinner guests – I think you can guess at least one. Buffy? Yeah. Great. Tell us how to kick butt. Tell us about the demons. Also, let's sing some karaoke. Oh, no, (laughs) don't make Buffy sing. She wasn't as bad as Willow, Mm. let's be honest. She did not want to sing. No. But I don't know if I would not Buffy during the series or Buffy once the series ended or, like, Buffy if she had aged to the point that we are at now. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious to see what she would be like now 
you know, with the Hellmouth closed over, but then, like, if she was integrated into the real world, surely there's another Hellmouth going on in this reality. Um, spoiler alert, I haven't finished Buffy yet. <laughs> it's been, like, 20 years. It's been so, 20 um, years. Spoiler alert. Like, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, Buffy. I think, yeah, I feel like season, what, season three Buffy would be cool. Does she know mm. herself? Does she know herself in season three? Season three Buffy would, she's year 12 then, right? Yes. I don't know. End of season two, she kills Angel. Spoiler alert. And then season three Buffy, yeah, she's, it's before the graduation. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a good one. She'd still be a bit piney over Angel, but, you know, it'd be all right. And Spike will be around then. Spike is also on my list. Oh. Reformed demon. Yeah, Vampire. He's just fun. Yeah. He seems like a lot of fun. And, like, Spike towards the end of Angel, Spike, where he's, like, got his soul back. He's just, like, hates Angel. Just a lot of fun. He gets his soul back? What? It's been a long time. <laughs> um, I'd have Bucky Barnes post-Wakanda, Bucky Barnes, mm-hmm. which I was explaining the greatness of Bucky Barnes today to my mum. I was like, in Civil War, there's this Easter egg of him. He's holding prunes, and it's because prunes help you with your memory. Because he's trying to get his memory back. Mm-hmm, Little mm-hmm. things like that. You know, he likes to work on himself. I appreciate mm-hmm, that in a mm-hmm. person. And my last two, I would just like them there because I like to try to set them up. Lola Scumpy from Big Mouth. Oh. Like, it's just the, my favorite thing ever. It's, uh, what's his name? Nick Kroll. He does oh, her yeah. voice. Yeah. It's amazing. She's just super dumb, super vain. But I want her there to try to set up with Ralph Wiggum, who would be my fifth invite. <laughs> Which, looking at this dinner party, it would not gel at all. It would not work. It would be like Buffy and Spike arguing. Bucky would just be like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Where the fuck am I? (laughs) (laughs) I gotta eat some more prunes, see if this makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, it would just add to his confusion of like, have I gone back somewhere? And then Lola and Ralph would just, hopefully they'll end up married and it'll be a nice day. Okay. Yeah. That's great. I'm really just playing God with these dinner parties. If um, have you ever thought of a, like when you when people do this, have you ever thought of five non-famous people that would just be like mm. interesting conversationalists, like a circus performer, <laughs> a prop maker, like how someone that makes props for like TV and movies. Okay, yeah, I would like to ask a mortician there. Mm-hmm. I would like to ask. Ooh. I'd like to meet some, uh, maybe someone that works at Google. Mm. Just someone like in one of those kind of places. Like, what's that like? What's the atmosphere like? Yeah. Mm. One of Elon Musk's, I'm guessing they'd be fired by now, personal assistants. Mm. Just to know. Yeah. I would like to have like an ancient Egyptian archaeologist there. I'd be like, hey, dude, how'd you do it? Oh, you said archaeologist. I thought you meant like an ancient Egyptian who built, like I pictured the person building the pyramid and be like, huh, how'd you actually do that? Is it aliens? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, like an alien? Apparently they're here. I saw an article that says apparently aliens already walk amongst us. Oh, so sick. Get one over. Tell us all about yeah. it. Yeah. Great. Get them in dinner. Yeah. I, I went really, I went really like, maybe like a t-shirt designer. Like, where do you get your thoughts <laughs> from? Maybe like a zookeeper. Tell us about that. Like, what do the animals do when no one's watching? <laughs> But they have, they set up. You are aliens. <laughs> Me, a zookeeper. Like, <laughs> they set up live cameras yeah, in you zoos can just now. Watch them. So you, you can, yeah, you don't need that third party involved. Yeah. Uh, a paranormal investigator. Mm. Or a zookeeper. <laughs> <laughs> 
paranormal investigator at a zoo. Yeah. No, that's no, too sad no, no, for me. No, no, no. That's too sad. Humans is different. Yeah. Animals, too much. So, yeah, a zookeeper for you and a T-shirt designer. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I know a T-shirt designer if you'd like what? me to get you in touch with them. <laughs> actually, I know a zookeeper as well. So I can actually start. Anyone know, <laughs> yes, does anyone same. know any circus performers? Actually, I probably do. <laughs> I do know a circus performer, yeah. actually, so I could help you out there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this dinner party's actually coming together. I'll get everyone over. I'll make some. We'll make pasta together. Stanley Tucci will send us a recipe. Mm-hmm. Great. That would be too much. All the dinner parties combined, I would cry. Yeah, too many. You've gone from five to twenty-five <laughs> people. Yeah, it's too much. I don't know what my grandmother would make of Robbo. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll finish this off with probably the best list that i've heard Mm -hmm. it's not actually like a great list but the reasoning that they have is i love Mm -hmm. it so this dude called sean mcalavy i don't know if i just dox someone but sean mcalavy thank you for your contribution he had tom petty prince david bowie lemmy and jesus because he would try and get jesus really drunk and then get him to agree to give the other guys back (laughs) That's good. That's a great reason. Bring him back. Hey, you know how, hey, Jesus, remember how you came back? Can you bring these guys back? (laughs) Oh, you want me to come back again? No, no, not you. (laughs) These guys. Just don't worry. Just keep drinking your water wine. So do you want to um, just give me something back? Bring back my heroes. Thanks so much. Just bring back my dog. Yeah. Please. And then never let him leave. Maybe we all need to put Yesus on our our list. Yeah, Yesus. Yesus would be a good one. Maybe he can just be someone's plus one. If you're bringing back someone from the other (laughs) side, Yesus just comes with them. That's how it works. <laughs> I guess I have Yesus at my... No, Yesus would bring down the vibe of my party. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's fine. No, it's not It's not, It's not. personal to yeah. Yesus. It's just, you know, a, a vibe thing mm. and, like, the tension thing. Yeah. I want my questions answered. Okay, yeah. Don't waste the time. You know? Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to be selfish here, but... It's my dinner party. I selected the room for us and everything, so... This weird and that's patio it. mezzanine. <laughs> that looks just like the set of The Good Place, yeah. <laughs> or the actor's studio. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why my brain went there. I'm kind of concerned that my brain went there. That's for another day. Well, thank you for coming on again. Hey, no worries. Happy to be here. For a much lighter podcast than <laughs> yeah, last <much> time. <laughs> very, very little prep. It was good. But I still prepped, didn't I? Like a true professional. I appreciate that. Yes, yeah. yes. And I hope no one's going to like the feedback you got from last time of like, oh, that was really great. I was going to listen to the eating disorder one, but that's too depressing. A little bit too depressing. A bit too heavy. This one's a nice light one. Get involved. Get into it. And hey, send us your five. (laughs) Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Pop your five in the comments. <laughs> and while you're at it, if you'd like to like, share, subscribe, then leave us a great review. If you don't like it, though, I don't care. Don't tell me. It's fine. Just don't listen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks, Mum. Thanks, Mum. Thanks for listening. <laughs>